everybody. Glad to be with you today. Quick announcement, next week will be Thanksgiving week, and I will be spending time with family and will not be posting any new episodes next week. But I already have the next episode ready to go for the Monday after Thanksgiving, so please feel free to catch up on any of the episodes that you haven't had a chance to listen to yet, or revisit any of your favorite episodes. Also, enjoy the holidays and the time God gives you with your family and friends. Be blessed and know that God loves you and you are highly favored. I know I say this all the time, but God is good. He is so, so good. There was something that my wife and I were really wanting to go to, and the tickets were all sold out, but God is good. And while writing this message, I received a text from my sister saying she was able to get two more tickets. So I know it doesn't seem like much, and it may seem silly to some, but it is those little things like that that make my heart swell and continually remind me of His goodness. Don't let the little things that God does for you slip by unnoticed. My mom shared a phrase with me that that she heard and that was in one of her devotionals and that was really powerful, so I would like to share it with you. I think it will hit you like it hit me, right in the heart. The phrase was, stand like a mountain and love like an avalanche. Just stop and think about that for a minute. There is so much depth in that statement. You can, can you even imagine the impact it would have if we lived like that? Simply put, stand tall and strong like a mountain, rising above, unmovable in your faith, built on God's word. Love with a purpose, with an all-consuming, unstoppable purpose. Let your love overwhelm and cover everything and everyone you come in contact with. 1 Peter 4.8 says, Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. Can you see the depth and power of that statement? Man, I will meditate on that for a long time to come. Okay, this message today will be part one in a series called Battle Ready. I believe the reasons so many, or the reasons so many Christians, and you know, myself included, struggle like they do and do not see the victories they would like to see is because they aren't battle ready. I would say some don't even realize they're in a battle, while others ignore the battle, and others don't know how to engage the enemy or get in the fight. Many Christians aren't battle ready because they don't know the weapons that they are given and how to use them. I have spent the majority of my life training myself and others to fight, to know the weapons at their disposal and you know, and how to use them. When I served as a police officer, as well as when I worked as an armed private security officer, I had weapons or tools at my disposal. Each one had a purpose, but it was important to me to know the weapon, understand it, know what it was capable of and, and its limitations. It was imperative that I trained with with the weapon and became proficient with it. How and when to deploy it so that if I had to engage someone with that weapon, I could do so effectively and confidently. I had to know that I could trust the weapon and my ability to use it. Imagine going into, going into battle with no clue on how to use the weapons you were given. Imagine trying to engage an enemy that is more prepared than you, one who is determined to destroy you and anyone you love. You can't fight this enemy with your own strength or abilities. 
you will lose every time. The only way to win the battles against the enemy is with the weapons God has given us. That means we need to know those weapons. We need to train with those weapons until we become proficient with them. We need to develop battle-ready confidence with each weapon that God gives us. We need to get in the fight, prepared, ready to engage the enemy. And the first weapon in our arsenal is worship. Now you might say, how is that a weapon? That is what we're going to talk about today. You might think of worship as just positive, uplifting music or the thing that is played before a church service to set the mood. In reality, worship is probably the most powerful tool in your arsenal for several reasons. Worship changes your focus. When the mind says everyone is against me, how can I do this? Worship reminds you that God is in control and if God is for you, who can be against you? The enemy reminds you of your failures and tells you how messed up you are. But worship reminds you that God's power is made perfect in our weakness. Worship takes the focus off of the problem and puts it on the solution. Worship ushers in the presence of God. It reminds us that He fights for us. Worship brings the mind, body, and spirit back in line with Him. Nothing cuts through the dark, the darkest situations and struggles like worship. Nothing pierces the soul quite like worship. When things seem overwhelming, when the struggle is real, take a moment and worship Him. Play some worship music that really speaks to you and let your spirit praise Him and watch how the peace of God will overtake you. It will strip away the threats of the enemy. Worship changes your perspective. When you are in the thick of it, your focus is so narrow. You only see the problem. Worship allows you to zoom out and get a God perspective. It also changes the enemy's position. 1 Samuel 16.23 says, And whenever the tormenting spirit from God troubled Saul, David would play the harp. Then, the, then Saul would feel better and the tormenting spirit would go away. The enemy cannot stand being in the presence of true worship because true worship invites the presence and power of God and that always drives out the darkness. Worship takes the battle out of your hands and puts it into God's hands. It invites God to fight your battles. Second Chronicles 20, 22 says, And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the enemy against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount, uh, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so that they were routed. So, when they began singing and praising God, God, it ushered in God's presence, and God went before them. And when they began to praise and worship Him, God took hold of the battle, and God destroyed the enemy for them. You know, Joshua led the Israelites to bring down the walls of Jericho with the sound of trumpets, which were worship instruments. Gideon sounded trumpets ushering in the power of God that confused and terrified the enemy. The Bible says that God inhabits the praise of his people. Jeremiah seventeen fourteen says, Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are the one I praise. Worship breaks the chains and brings down the strongholds of, of the enemy. 
Acts 16, 25-26 says, About midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and once in and once at at the same time, you know, all at once the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. Psalm sixteen, seven through eight says, I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand I will not be shaken. Psalm thirty four one says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. John four twenty three through 24 says, But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking, this, seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. In the Bible, it says that let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Worship is the key. It is the secret sauce in the recipe for victory. When you are in the darkest moments of your life, worship says, God, no matter what I am facing, I will praise you. It shows God where your heart is at, at, at that time. If God inhabits the praises of his people, what do you think will happen when you start worship, worshiping him in the presence of the enemy? What do you think will happen to your situation or circumstances when the presence of God comes rushing in. The Bible is filled with scripture after scripture that talk about the importance of worship and how it pleases God and moves God. Take time to worship Him, not just listen to worship music, but join in and let your spirit praise Him. Prayer is a powerful weapon that we will talk about next time. But don't miss out on the power of worship. When you need God to move in your life, stop and just worship Him and watch what He does for you. Even if you are just having a bad day or coming to God on behalf of someone else, just go to Him and worship and see if God doesn't move in your life. When you feel like the enemy is all around you, when you feel like you are surrounded, worship reminds you, that you are surrounded by him. When the enemy comes, send him packing with the power of worship. When the storms come, praise him and he will climb in your boat. Simply put, if you want to see more victories in your life, use worship as a weapon to confuse and destroy the enemy. Use it to shatter the lies of the enemy. Use it to regain that God perspective. If we want to be battle ready with the weapon of worship, then we must embrace it, become familiar with it, and learn how to use it often and intentionally. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of worship. Thank you for this weapon that you have given us to fight the enemy. We cannot fight him on our own. Your word says that we do not fight against flesh and blood, but against the powers of darkness and evil. Teach your people the power of worship and how to use it as a weapon. Let the warriors rise up and praise you in the presence of the enemy. Let your people call out to you and worship you in spirit and in truth. Let our worship be like a sweet incense to you, Lord. I pray that our worship would terrify the enemy. I pray that Paul, like Paul and Silas, 
that our worship and our use of worship would be a testimony for others that that it would shine a light on you. I pray that when we worship when we worship you, strongholds will come down, not just for our, for ourselves, not just for us, but for those around us. Let your people shake the earth with praise. Let the enemy know we have come battle ready, equipped with the power of worship, and no weapon formed against us will prosper. For the God of heaven and earth fights for us, and we will praise him in every circumstance. Amen.